Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Fade the Public Podcast. My name is Ian Collins, and joining me, as always, is the Teddy Bridgewater to my Cam Newton, Mr. Ryan Morrison. Uh, How are you? I hate you so much. I hate you so much right now. That is the piece of news we were discussing pre-podcast that I had completely uh, and conveniently forgot about uh, and was excited not to talk about with you. So... Um, <laughs> is there some reason why you wouldn't want to talk about that piece of news? Um, <clears throat> maybe it's because Cam Newton is going to win his first Super Bowl and it's not going to be in Carolina. It's going to be with the New England Patriots because they decided that they were just going to say fuck it to one of the most physically gifted uh, and most physically talented athletes to ever grace the NFL. Because they were worried about his shoulder after two seasons. Yes. Yes. Um, well, we've got we've got Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I'm sure that's an upgrade. I guess I don't know, man. I have no idea what what is going on. Cam never wanted to leave Carolina. He was drafted here. He's won an MVP here. And, of course, Bill Bell. Like, this comes as no surprise. I feel like we talked about this, like, three months ago, that he was going to go to the Patriots. Did we not? I I think we most certainly did. I didn't think that he would because I didn't think there was any chance that he would sign for this low of a a contract. And this goes into the, the joke I made a couple weeks ago about how the Patriots would never sign Colin Kaepernick because they don't have the cap space. But they actually are paying. They are paying. You can't Cam even Newton say it with a straight a face. That's dollars. how dumb it is. They are paying him a million dollars straight up, with a potential six point five million dollars in incentives. It's ridiculous, man. Which means it's not about the money. Like Cam's got the money. He's got the Under Armour deal, right? And money doesn't matter. This is this is this just screams. Um, Boogie Cousins signing with the Golden State Warriors. Same idea, right? Just like signing on for like no money because he wants to win a title. No, no, no. This is signing on to prove that he still has it as a quarterback and that people forgot about him because he was hurt for two That's years. true. That's true. And so people, uh, this is uh, the old you forgot about Dre moment. <sighs> I'm salty about it. Everyone in Carolina was salty about it. A lot of people were like, "Yeah, I'm a Panther. I'm a. I'm totally a Patriots fan now. Screw the Panthers." Which just goes to show how much of a fan base he has down here, man. I mean, he he yeah. was Carolina for a long time, and now we've got Teddy Bridgewater. So, I mean, I people were having a discussion. I think it's without question he is the greatest player to ever to ever grace the field in a Carolina Panthers uniform. Some you may say like uh, it was Luke Keekley or it was Jonathan Stewart or wherever. I'd never say I Stewart. Think I think you have an argument with Keekley, but that's about it. I mean, Keekley was just dominant for so long. Um, yeah, and played through all those injuries. I mean, he's going to be brain dead in like ten years. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think Cam was probably probably the most gifted athlete to ever play in the Carolina Panther uniform. Um, it's going to really suck. Do we play you guys this year? No, next year. Okay. So he'll probably be somewhere else next year. 
Probably. Yeah. Um, God, this sucks. How excited are you for the Tampa Bay Patriots Super Bowl, though? It's going to be a lot of... It's going to be interesting. I will say that that's the only situation in which I don't root for the the Buccaneers to win. Because I'm... Everyone seems to have just assumed that it's going to be the Saints that make it in. But I think that Drew Brees falls off his cliff. This I think he's year. due for a bad year, honestly. I, I just... I think so. I think that he got hurt last year. I think he gets hurt again this year. I think that he's just falling up. I think that he and Big Ben are both going to get hurt again this year because their bodies just can't handle it anymore. Um, do you think we have NFL on time this year? Uh, with fans or without uh, fans? I, I think you, we can't even consider fans in the equation right now. I think that they still play. I'm not sure if they play all four preseason games, but I think that they still play the full regular season. With no fans? Uh, yes. Will it start on time? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that is three months away. Or, no, that's only two, two, two and a half yeah, months I'm not, away. Yeah, I'm not optimistic we'll have NFL on time. Um... Here's here's a scenario for you. NFL starting in December, not even maybe not even in December. Wait, the the season's what? Uh September, October, November, December, January, and the Super Bowl's in February. So s- six months. February kickoff, July fourth Super Bowl weekend. That's that's not going to happen. How about them apples? That's it. I I don't think you realize they're going to already have the play-by-play of what they should be doing from the NHL and the NBA and baseball having gone before them. That's true. That's true. And the other thing, too, is these kids have incentive to go. I mean, not these kids. I mean, these these players have incentive to go play because they're getting paid. Um, This will work us right into our next discussion um, that we'll have in a minute. Uh, I don't think we're going to have college football, maybe at all, and it's because it's because the NFL is paying their obviously you know any professional league they're paying their players they have incentive to go take a risk to catch COVID to to play right yeah um, Mississippi State canceled canceled their um, tailgates um, with fans already um, we are about two and a half months away from college football how are you feeling about the season happening or even starting on time Ian. I cannot imagine these schools don't let it continue because they make so much goddamn money off of it. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's going to be – you want to talk about a dumpster fire when the first kid catches it and dies, right? It's only going to take one. It's only going to take one. either Or catches it and is like severely debilitated for the rest of his life because he was practicing for football. Now – I don't like the argument that, like, you can blame it on him practicing for football because who's to say he wasn't going to catch it anyway? But, and that's the, I think that's the other side of the coin that no one's really considering is, like, these kids are going to catch it regardless, right? But college football-wise, like, if you're Alabama, how do you, like, if your entire starting offensive line catches COVID the week before we play LSU, like, do you forfeit? What do you do? Like, if your entire offensive line unit catches COVID-19, because they have team meetings and stuff, the whole damn, the whole damn offensive line catches it. What do you do? 
Next man up. So West Virginia right now is actually um, – they're having their players practice the opposite position. So defensive linemen are practicing tight end. Um, wide receivers are practicing corner and vice versa. Uh, linebackers are practicing running back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. As to kind of – Boy, wouldn't that just be the thing that everyone else manages <laughs> – ends up getting those weird losses – because of the COVID, and then West Virginia sneaks West, in and gets West, that natty. West Virginia sneaks in and wins the natty in the COVID season with no fans. We're not even allowed to go. God, that would nah, – I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, my God, it would be horrible. Because you know it would be – there would be such an asterisk, right? If you're like, well, you didn't, you know, you didn't play teams at their full, at their full potential. You got, you got Clemson in the championship, but Trevor Lawrence was in half the starting offense like – had COVID nineteen. Yeah, well, well, maybe Clemson should have uh, washed their hands a little bit true, better. True. Maybe those hyg- those unhygienic pussies should have done something better about it. Maybe that Aust- that Austrian isn't that antiviral that we all thought it was, Debo. <laughs> Jackass. God, I hate Debo Sweeney. Um, all right, uh, I guess we should tell um, our listener that this is going to be a relatively short episode. Number one, because we're recording super late. Number two. Ian and I covered um, basically what happened in the news, and nothing happened in the news um, that's worth talking about. So, um, where do you want to go next, Ian? We've got a little lineup here. We've got some tinfoil hat theory for you. Um, we've got our uh, golf corner, a little Ian's hockey corner. Um, I'd like to, yeah, I think that's, I, I'm not sure what else has really happened in the news as of. Because we recorded late last week, and we rec- and not really much happened over the weekend that I can recall. So I think we might as well get into segments, and we can talk about the uh, Ian's Hockey Club. All right. What's uh, cue the music? Stick to sports. We're going to stick to sports. Uh, so over the weekend, uh, on Friday night, and this will be a surprise to just about everybody, the NFL uh, held its draft lottery. The NHL. And, NHL. Um, NHL. What did I say? What you said did I NFL. Say? Yeah. So the NHL. My apologies. Held their draft lottery, and I realized that uh, Ryan. I'm I'm sure that because you're a huge Calgary Flames fan, you obviously knew this was happening. Yes. Yeah. I was. I had it on TV. I was watching. It was sick. Which channel? Uh, NBC Sports. Cool. Uh, so you didn't think I was going to get that right, did you? No, I didn't, actually. <laughs> I'm also not entirely sure it was on NBC Sports. You know why? Because I didn't know it was fucking happening. Uh, I don't think... I follow hockey, and I didn't know that they had the fucking end, the draft lottery going on. Do you have any idea how bad you have to be at your job when you can't market hockey to hockey fans? It is unbelievable. Especially in such There's a... nothing I was about to say, on. in such no a vacuum, sports. in literally a vacuum of sports right now, they can't advertise like, hey, the NFB, oh, the NHL hockey draft's on tonight. You might want to watch it. You know? <laughs> sorry. Hockey Night sorry. in Canada for the, first time in, for the first time in three and a half months. Oh, Friday night? Sorry. Sorry. Didn't know you were going out over sorry. there. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, that it's just 
It is the most frustrating thing of all time where the NHL just doesn't know how how to advertise. They don't know how to get new fans. They don't know how to <coughs> convince anyone to watch in the same way that anyone anytime someone tries to like get into hockey and they don't know everything about it like they don't know who uh, Kuznetsov is and they don't know who Ryan Reeves, they don't know who uh, Tavares are. They don't know who any of these people Noobs. are. Just like how you Noobs. currently have no idea Noobs. who any of those people are. <laughs> I could not. Yeah, I have no idea who any of those people are. <laughs> Can you name the team that any of those players were on? I'm not going to tell you to to pair them up. I'm going to ask you to... They are on three different teams. Tell me which team any of them uh, are. I'm going to guess one is on the Flyers. No, I'm sorry. That's strike one. Would you like to take another yes, guess? Yes, um, the Bruins. No, strike two. Oh, Christ. Do you have a third guess? Uh, okay, I need a hint. Is it, uh, I want to phone a friend. Is it a, major, is it a major market team? Yes. And I would, say, what, I would say all three are larger markets. What, um, In terms of hockey, at least. Hmm... Toronto. Correct. Let's go. Let's one fucking the, go. One of them is on Toronto. Now, I'll rename them again because you have no idea what those names yep. were. Uh, <laughs> and it was the three were Ryan Reeves, Kuznetsov, and Tavares. Uh-huh. So which one of them do you think is on the Toronto Maple Leafs? Kuznetsov. No, I'm sorry. It is John Tavares. Damn it. it was my second guess. Well, yeah. What uh, were the other two then, teams? The Canucks? Uh, no. Ryan Reeves, I believe he is still on the Las Vegas Knights, Golden Knights. And then uh, Kuznetsov, Kuzi is on the Washington Capitals. It is a shame Marone does not listen to our podcast because I think she would get so much enjoyment out of like how little I know about hockey. You know? Yeah, I I mean I get a lot out of it, so um, I can't imagine what she would, or she might just be like streaming at the phone. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Upset. You know, like just like some anger, some I don't know. I think it'd be entertaining for. Her. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm curious. Can you guess what Kuznetsov's first name is? Vladimir. No. Victor. It's the same as Malkin. If that helps. Oh, it is, um... Oh, shit. Yeah, no. I, if you, as soon as you say it, I'm going to know it, but... Well, I would hope that's how that works. Uh, it's Evgeny. Evgeny, yeah. No, I didn't know that. No. Evgeny? Okay. All right. Well, you know, you learn something new every day. Uh, uh, yeah. Especially when you have as little knowledge as you do. Uh, so would you like to, would you like to proceed towards the golf, Ryan's golf? Yes, I will, uh, cue the music now. Um, so this week in the Travelers Championship, uh, we had, uh, I believe we talked about it last week. Chase Kepka and Bruce Kepka did not play. Uh, Dustin Johnson ended up winning. Um, fun fact, I believe it was, uh, Mackenzie Hughes, um, a young, young up-and-comer on tour made two absolute bomb putts. Um, one was 65 feet on 17. I think the one on 18 was like 75 feet or something crazy. I mean, he obviously didn't win the tournament, um, 
But Ian, would you like to guess how much money those two putts earned him uh, by moving up the leaderboard on those last two holes? I'm going to guess $200,000. Yes, $210,000 by making those two Fuck, really? long putts. Yes. yes. Why am I so good at these random guesses? I don't know. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That would have won you uh, prices right, too, because you were below the 210. So great job. Um, you've won a trip for two to Punta Cana. Um, not really. Um, so um, just kind of wild, you know, that, how much money that means to that guy who, you know, is probably career earnings. It's not even, like, close to that per year. Um, so... Good for Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, Brendan Todd also um, earned some exemption status, although he had a horrible final round um, a year ago. Brendan Todd was on a Monday qualifier, so good to see some of these young no, guys. I'm sorry, what is what is exemption status? It means he doesn't have to qualify um, for uh, okay. uh, tournaments. So it's extremely hard to maintain your tour card if you don't win. Um, so, like, a win would get you, like, you are exempt from qualifying for like two years, I think. Um, I'm sure Jake will text me with the exact time and date um, down to the second that you are exempt um, for tournaments. Um, but it's just a big deal because those Monday qualifiers are so competitive, and if you lose your status on tour, it's it's extremely difficult to get it back. Really, the only way to keep it is to be uh, at a certain percentage of the money list or to um, or to win. Uh, the win's the big one. So, Brendan Todd, I believe, earned some kind of status um, this week, so it's good to see that. DJ, obviously winning um, by one stroke. Dude can just absolutely crush a golf ball on 18. He had a 351-yard drive. It was just absolutely insane. Um, he's still, like, just dumb as shit, and I really respect that because you got so many guys on the PGA Tour that are pretty bright. You know, I feel like Justin Thomas is a pretty smart guy, um, you know, Jordan Spieth's a pretty smart guy, but DJ's just a fucking idiot, and you can totally tell in his interview. You know, I think he was compared to Arnold Palmer and Tiger Woods, and um, I believe uh, Jack Nicholas. Um, after his win, he's the youngest guy to have 21 wins under 40 or something like that, um, or the only guy under 40 to have over 20 wins. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, it's cool to be named with those people. And I just the guy just can't, like, talk. He's just a fucking idiot. So um, I found that kind of funny. But uh, good for DJ. And that uh, concludes our uh, golf corner. Well, I mean, I, I just want to say that uh, Dustin Johnson really blows me away. Yeah. It's, uh, you could say he really knows how to play the game of golf. It's... Uh... You uh, keep supped him up, and I'll knock him down. And his wife's hot. Um, you could. He's dating Paulina Gretzky. Yes, right? he is. Or married to. He Paulina is married Gretzky. to Paulina Gretzky. Damn, she's. She smoking. is smoking. And this has been Ian's hockey. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Um. So that concludes the golf corner and the hockey corner. Uh, would you like to move on to another segment, Ian? Uh, this week and nobody cares. I'm sorry. All um, right. Do you want to go to the tinfoil hat theory first? Yeah, let's do tinfoil hat theory. All right. First. So it's not going to spend not going to spend too much time on this because it's something that's kind of 
kind of not really worth noting, but uh, it came out over the weekend. There was a an anonymous two anonymous sources familiar with a report uh, from an intelligence agency has uh, claimed to the New York Times that Russia was p- offering bounties to Afghanistani tr- uh, troops uh, for... It was a bounty on Americans. And that was information provided to the New York Times, and that's what the Washington Post was reporting. So what do we do with this information? Uh, ignore it. And this is why... Uh, that is the tinfoil hat theory, because it's, it's amazing... Or you can look at this as the tinfoil hat theory. It's so amazing that it just so happens that there's this major bombshell story provided uh, provided by two anonymous sources familiar with an unnamed report from an unnamed na- agency who have been uh, who apparently told information to the New York Times, which was then reported on by the Washington Post. Uh, and that that is how this story came out, and it's and then when asked for comment, the Pentagon said nothing. So it's not even like this is what the intelligence agencies are saying. It's not even the usual. The intelligence community agrees that this is ha- what happened. It's legitimately two anonymous sources that are familiar with the report, which does not mean that they wrote the report. It does not even mean that they fully read the report. It just means that they might be familiar they with it. They know about it. Yeah. And so the idea that everyone, this is where everything breaks out into the if true bullshit. And frankly, it's just so that they can fill time because if true, then they wouldn't need to go through this fucking roundabout bullshit and they would just come out and say, hey, this is happening, and that it was brought up to Trump three months ago in a daily press briefing. Right. Okay, so... I'm... But, but it's worth noting also that it's, it's amazing how this was supposedly in a daily press briefing back in March, but it doesn't come out to the news until the week that Donald Trump announces that he's going to pull troops out of Afghanistan. It's finally relevant. Is what is what you're saying? Yeah. Who, who, who would ever think that maybe we should care about bounties possibly being placed on our soldiers' heads uh, during April or May? No, no, no. That's not important. No. It's not relevant. No. But as soon as as soon as he says, "Hey, maybe we should get them out of the area where they might be uh, assassinated for a bounty." That perhaps maybe uh, we should bring that to everyone's attention. So they should, and that's so they should, and that's why they should. They stay should there. stay there so they can collect their bounty money. Yes, they need to make sure that they stay there in Afghanistan, protecting those opium uh, opium fields, so that uh, so that they can be killed by Afghani soldiers so that the Afghani soldiers can receive the bounty money. From the Don't Russians. be silly. This war was fought over democracy. Do you even remember when we declared war in Afghanistan? <laughs> yes. Uh, I believe it was 2004. It was 2002. Okay. Uh, 2003 is when we declared or Well, we didn't really declare war. It was a military act. Right. Um, against Iraq. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the movie War Machine, dude. I mean, I know I, I, get, what you're, I, I get what you're getting at. <laughs> okay. 
I get it. I totally get it. But I was, I was. <laughs> I know you picked up on the sarcasm that I at when I asked you that question about democracy, and you still just threw it right back in my face. <laughs> yep. One hundred percent. You better believe it, big boy. Um, but yeah, so that's just me sort of reminding people that that was supposedly a major story in the news that really. You shouldn't care about because it's not important and it's not relevant. Because odds are it either isn't true, or if it is true, then Donald Trump should just follow through with pulling the pulling, pulling the troops the, out. Yeah, uh, the troops. It's like the troops out of the unwinnable war, it's one of those, which has been it's one of those. Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> it's been declared an unwinnable war by Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump, and yet we're still in it. Eighteen years That's later, right. the longest. The longest war in American history. Second longest war in American history is the war in Iraq. So that's fun. We just, it's a great time over there. The desert's a great place to hang out. Yeah, because you know, whenever I think of the, my ideal vacation spot, I think Karachi or Fallujah. Which sounds exotic. Exotic, I suppose, is a way you could describe their tastes. <laughs> um... All right, well, that's a great, uh, that's a great segue into our, uh, our, our newest segment of we've added to our podcast, and that is uh, This Week in Nobody Cares. Uh, yeah, This Week in Nobody Cares. I'll go first. Uh, the Golden Girls had an episode pulled from streaming services for an episode in which they were perceived to have blackface because they were wearing mud masks. This Week in Nobody Cares. This Week cares. in Nobody Cares. Uh, this week in Nobody Cares, uh, Washington, D.C. signed a petition to become a state. Uh, this week in Nobody and Cares. Nobody Cares. This week in Nobody Cares. Uh, well, that's fun. Should we go on to questions? Yeah, or? let's go on to questions. Things you actually care about. We have some excellent questions. Boy, this is going to be the shortest podcast ever. That's how you know nothing happened in the let's news. Remember, let's remember we did do podcasts that were only like 30 minutes when we first started. That's true. It's, that's true. All right. Um, first question comes from Dak Zolsi. Uh, he asks, how much COVID am I going to get in Myrtle Beach this weekend? All of it. <laughs> you will get all of the can COVID. We de- can we define COVID? Like how, what can you quantify? I mean, how much, is, how much COVID can, can like infect you? Do we know? Uh, enough. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, he wants a number. Um, how much do you think a piece of Three. COVID, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm going 17, 17 COVIDs. I think that you're exaggerating. I can't believe you have such a fucking ridiculous answer. It's obviously. It's great. 17 COVIDs, 17. <laughs> it has to be a prime number, jackass. And you pick three, which is three a prime is a number. a prime number, dumbass. Oh boy! All right. Um, next question. Uh, Quinn Hayes asks: Have you ever paid for a hooker? I mean, I'm not the fisherman. Have you? Yeah, I mean, I've I've bought some hooks, um, different size hooks. Um, because here's the thing with hooks: is it's it's big on you know you have more fun with different size hooks, right? So. 
a large really depends on what you're trying to catch right right so like a larger well that's if you're at night but are you more of like a morning hooker an afternoon hooker so a large hook is going to be best used you know at night um when you are really looking to catch something you know um big i guess you know per se because you know large hooks you know large large catch um the smaller hooks are better during the day, uh, catching smaller things. Um, you catch more uh, with a smaller hook. It's, it's there's usually more of them. Um, but uh, so I mean, I guess you could say, yeah. I mean, I've 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 had my fair share of hooks. I'm I'm quite the fisherman. So, great question, Quinn. Um, didn't know you were such an avid outdoorsman. All right, uh, Quinn asks us another one. Um, will there be more stimulus checks? No. Yeah, I think there will be. I think I think it's Trump's last ditch effort to say, "Look, I'm giving you another three thousand dollars. Vote for me." He's quite literally going to try to buy the vote. He will. He will one hundred percent try to buy money the vote in the, before November four. He's trying to. He's trying to use the Andrew Yang approach. Yes. Um, yes. Well, the the like I suppose it could if the if everyone really freaks out and they decide we're going to reshut down again. But I don't think that people will accept another shutdown after seeing, like, it was one thing to see a bunch of, a bunch of protests for uh, Black Lives Matter, but there have been multiple pride parades that have happened over the last couple weeks, and you're going to have a hard time convincing people that they can't go to the beach or go to work or go to a restaurant, but these people could pack into a, into a New York street and... Uh, do a uh, essentially an impromptu pride parade, and it's totally fine, right? That has nothing to do yeah. with coronavirus spreading. It's just, it's just if you're going to the bar and drinking beers with your friends, right? Right. Well, that's because. Well, I mean, it's fair if I were to do it with my friends because my friends just seem diseased. Example A is on this yeah, podcast. This podcast. Right um, all right. Uh, speaking of coronavirus, Quinn Hayes asks us another one. Coronavirus deaths are down, but cases are way up. Why? I mean, that's the obvious answer there, Quinn, is that deaths lag behind infection rate by two to three or four weeks. It's because the, the government's lying to you, uh, and no one, you don't believe a single word they're saying. Uh, you just need to buy guns and ammo and all the spam you can and hide in the The mines. FBI has done more background checks on uh, weapons in, like this last week than they ever have before. There have been 8.3 million guns bought in the last three months. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no. Since March, I didn't see when in March, so it could have been the last four months. Boy. Um, I love it. Second Amendment, baby. All right. Uh, Quinn Hayes asked us another question. He, uh, he fired a lot off today. Um, how much sex does the average greenskeeper have? I'm going to say, that based on the fucking golf course I played today, that guy has none. He hasn't been laid in a week. Um, that jackass put one pin on 17, like, on the side of a mountain. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous pin placement. Number 11, dude, he buried it, like, back left, with like a sloping away, every putt to the the hole was sloping away. You could not be below the hole. It was ridiculous. Jackass. Jackass. Not a tournament out there, just regular Joe's playing golf and he makes it set up like US Open conditions. Just a douchebag. 
Anyway, um, that guy has no sex, Quinn. That's my answer. Um, Jake Ingle. Oh, are you, I'm sorry. Are you done? Yeah. I was, I was literally twiddling my yes. thumbs while I waited for you. Uh, Jake Ingle asked, top, WVU, top five WVU athletes of all time, go. Jerry West has to be on there. Okay. I agree. Uh, Major Harris, I would put on okay. there. Tavon Austin is up there as an athlete. Three. Uh, I don't know enough about, like, baseball and... I don't know enough about the Olympic sports to be able to say definitively. So I think you got to go. I think you got to go with Ira Eric Rogers, who was like basically like won the Heisman back in the '30s. Um, Sam Huff, the greatest of all time. Um, Jerry West, Hot Rod Hundley. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. I was trying to avoid just going with the fucking ring of fame, but yeah. But that's, that's it. You have to pick to them. It. You have no choice but to pick them. So there's one more. There's really only one that you could argue with, and I would say, oh, man. I feel like if Pat White played in Major's time, Pat would have been better. But, but the, all the old-timers are arguing with you that Major was a better player. Um... That's tough, man. That's a tough last spot because there are so many great football players that have come through West. What do you think of putting Deshaun Butler on there too? Yeah, I don't think Day. I don't think Day competes for that spot. Day was great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, one of the most clutch athletes in West Virginia history. But um, shit, I gotta go. I, okay, I gotta go with Pat White because I watched Pat White play. I think Pat White changed so many games for West Virginia it was unreal and kind of led us to like the prominence we have now. So I'm going to I'm I'm going to go with Pat White. Uh yeah. I mean, it, you're right that you have to include those four that are on the ring. So I'm just going to ignore those four and name five other people. I'm going to go with uh Deshaun Pat White, Major Harris, uh Steve Slayton and Tavon. So ignoring those four, I think I go. I think I go Day, um, Major Harris, Pat White, Tavon Austin, and man, that's tough. That's just that. There's just so many guys that you could just say, yeah, like, like uh, I mean, Stedman Bailey, one of the greatest receivers to ever come through West Virginia. Do you remember, uh, maybe not like his actual time here, but have you ever just gone back and rewatched the recruiting footage, the recruiting highlights for Noel? Yes, Dubai? I mean insane, insane. Um, I'm gonna go Stedman Bailey. I'm gonna go Stedman Bailey. Stedman Bailey is probably choice. one of the greatest receivers we'll ever have come through West Virginia. He obviously didn't tur- like turn out in the NFL, but like he should have won the Blitnikoff. He had a better oh, he had a better year than Brandon McKnight. I think it was McKnight. Uh, then there was... Hmm. God, what was his I mean, name? It's, Jake it's... will correct me. I can't remember who beat him out. Actually, I'm going to get it right for the listener, the other listeners that aren't uh, that are listening. He went to USC. I can't think of his fucking name. I want to say it was Brandon Knight, but that's a basketball player. Volitnikov. 
Bolitnikov. 2017. No, 2012. Marquise Lee. Brandon Cooks won in 2013. That's where I got that Brandon from. Okay, Marquise Lee. Great. Um, Both of those, very good uh, very good receivers. Uh, yeah, that's... Yep. All right. Um, so that uh, concludes. Oh wait, no, we've got we got. I think we got one more question. Oh, shit. Is golf? Preston Jordan asks, is golf or baseball harder? I'm going with golf. That is my final answer. I'm going to go with baseball because hitting a ninety. Wait, are we talking like on a professional professional level? level. Oh well. Golf is the same difficulty regardless. Just winning is harder. But you, your difficulty does not change based upon your competition. It's just you. If we go professional, hitting a, hitting a 97 uh, mile an hour fastball or an 89 mile an hour curveball or slider is fucking impossible. I can't hit a regular fastball or... <laughs> and I can't even imagine having to decide and like less than a second whether or not you're going to swing and try and hit um, a ball coming at you in uh, your strike zone. The greatest hitters the greatest hitters in the game were successful 30% of the time. Literally the the best hitting season of all time is or among them there's like I want to say like a dozen and I think they're all from before the 1950s are the people who hit 400 or better. So 40%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with golf. I think golf is, is requires so much more consistency um, than baseball does. You can have off days. You can have off games. You can have off – like you can be off for forever in baseball and still be a Hall of Famer. But in golf, you have to be consistent week in and week out to be a Hall of Famer, number one, and number two, to win. I mean, to win, you have to be – you have to be – um, consistent. You have to hit literally 260 perfect golf shots. Perfect. You cannot. There is no room for error. Um, so I I I maintain golf is the hardest is the hardest sport to be successful at professionally. But you don't have to be a good hitter in baseball. If you're a good defender, you can make it in the major leagues. You can be good at one thing. In golf, you have to be good at every aspect of the I sport. Mean, you still you still have to hit like at least. 100 for them to let you on. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying or, like it's I'm not to, saying it's not hard, but like in golf you have to be great at everything. And you have to be great at it the entire time you're playing. Like you can't you can't have like one bad day or you can't have like two bad shots, honestly. You take you out of the tournament, you won't win. And every and yeah, every hole is, every of- hole is different. Every hole is different, every course is different every time you play it. You don't hit the same shot twice. I don't care if you can. Yeah, but there are a ton of there are a ton of people who are consistently on the tour that never win a tournament. I'm saying to be like great is what I'm saying, and even to be on tour, it's almost damn near impossible. I mean, it's damn near impossible. Those Monday qualifiers, dude, they are so competitive. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You shoot 64, which is like I could never even sniff during, like shooting 64, and I'm top 10% in the world in golf based on my handicap. Top 10% guy. I can never even sniff just trying to qualify for like a developmental tour with the PGA. 
Not even fucking close. I'm just saying. I think it's more difficult, but that's... I'm obviously very biased, and I, I admit think, my bias. I think you're under. I think you're underestimating how hard baseball. I have played is. baseball. It's hard. I'm not disagreeing with you that it's hard, but I I just think it's harder to be consistently successful in golf than it is in baseball. Because you don't have to be consistent in baseball. That's my point. Well, that's just that's more of just an argument between it being a. Uh, a team sport and an individual sport. Baseball is an individual sport. It is it is a team sport that is that is based around individuals. Foot- but that's the reason why you can get away with being mediocre at times is because the rest of your team basically supports you while you're in a slump. Because if it's just if it's just relying on people who are in a slump, then your team goes on a fucking twenty game losing streak. And even in a season with hundred and sixty games, you're behind the eight ball and fucked over True. because of that. True. True. I maintain golf, but I see where you're coming from. But I and I admit my bias too. I admit my bias. Uh, and I admit my bias too, which is that I fucking hate baseball. <laughs> so let's proceed. All right. Um, would you like to go on to our dumpster fires of the week? Sure. What did I send you as my dumpster fire of the week? Oh, I forgot. I have one more this week and nobody cares. Okay. What's your uh, this week and nobody cares? Uh, India banned the uh, app TikTok. Um over the weekend. And that would be this weekend. Nobody this weekend, cares. Nobody cares. All right. Continue. Uh, so my dumpster fire of the week is going to be uh, Drake. Yeah. What did Drake do? Do you know why? Uh, it's because Drake is apparently in talks to enter the bubble for the NBA playoffs and uh, Drake is basically unnecessarily volunteering to go two months without sex while that is clearly the biggest problem for all of the NBA players and what they're obviously most upset about with this whole bubble. Is that they're, they're not going to have their side piece in the bubble with them. Yeah. That's brutal. And meanwhile, we have Aubrey coming in there and volunteering to do that shit. This just proves... Okay, tinfoil hat theory is Drake a virgin. No. Did he, did he date Rihanna? He did date Rihanna. You can't be a virgin and date Rihanna. There's no way. No chance of No her. way. She, she's a bad bitch. I was bitch. about to say she's a bad bitch. Yes. Absolutely. Um, boy, now I'm thinking about Rihanna. Ideal celebrity one night stand. Absolutely. Absolutely. She, she could ruin me. Um, all right. <laughs> um, changing the subject to my dumpster fire of the week. Uh, and that is uh, illicit raves. Um, so I didn't realize how many the people... Only kind, the only real kind of rave. Um, so Germany, um, I believe, fined and arrested people at a rave. Uh, at a, it was illegal. They were holding an illegal rave uh, somewhere in Germany over the weekend. Ian, do you know how many people were at this illicit rave? Uh, I'm going to guess... 3,000. Wow. That's a party, man. I don't know how... 
How do you throw? You like, you know, like there were high school parties where 50 people showed up and everybody in the school knew about it, right? How do you have uh-huh. a rave with 3,000 people at it and the police didn't find out about it until it was already happening? Uh, well, everyone was on drugs and so they didn't have, they weren't able to focus long enough to explain that, that it's happening to anybody else. I, I, I love it. I respect it. So uh, that is my Duff's Fire of the Week is everyone uh, illegally raving in Germany because um, it's against the law. Hopefully those stay illegal. I'm not a big rave guy, personally. Um, I digress. Uh, would you like to move on to your Boomer of the Week? How's Ronnie doing this week? Oh, buddy. How did you know that it was Ronnie again this week? Uh, just a lucky guess. Well, well, well. Big Ron is back at it. Uh, he actually, this is more of a subtle one, but he he came out to his uh, speaking on his Facebook, as he typically does. He is the boomer, after all. And he uh, just announced to everybody that, hey... All these people that have been coming after me, all my enemies, all these people that are trying to take over this construction company and get me out of here, they don't really care about me. They don't really care about me. I'm not the one that they hate. They hate that I'm actually speaking for you, the workers. I'm actually standing up for the little guy. And that's what I'm here for. And obviously you had his supporters just sending those smiley faces and hearts on the, while he was live streaming this talk on, on the Facebook. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that... I just don't think that there's a more boomer thing than just making groundless, baseless claims, uh, shit-talking your opponents uh, and people you don't like to all of your friends on Facebook. I, don't, I can't think of a more boomer thing. Absolutely. To, to just say, look, I'm the reason, to, to, really, to really say I'm the reason that you're being protected right now. You know, really, really making it all about him, isn't he? Again, just a big boomer thing there, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, well, I hope Ronnie, um, I don't know. I hope Ronnie can, can just maintain the status quo for now. Um, praying for him, as, as boomers would say. Um, all right. Tease uh, and peace. Tease and peace. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, my boomer of the week is the lady in the BB shirt um, at Trader Joe's. So... Um, in classic, uh, why you would do this, number one, for those of you who haven't seen the video, it was some, like, 50-year-old lady um, with uh, a rather large chest um, wearing a shirt that was, like... Just your type. Wearing a shirt that was, like, honestly famous in... Or not famous, but, like, in style in, like, the early 2000s. Um, was in a Trader Joe's, um, not wearing a mask. They asked her to leave... And she just completely flipped out, like public freak out, like true definition of a Karen. Um, really made it all about her, said, You're, I have a disability. This is illegal. You can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. Lady, like, just put on a damn mask. Like, it is not going to create hypoxia. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't go out and go shopping. It's really easy. Look, I... Usually I'm indifferent about the mask thing, but in terms of being like courteous to people around you, just put on a fucking mask. It's not hard. You put it on. Well, this is 
this is the thing I've never understood is like if a place of business asks like says you have to put on a mask or you can't come in. I don't understand why people seem to think that they just have the right to walk in there. Like this is not this is not some law that's violating your constitutional rights. You don't have some inherent right to walk into private property and just do whatever you want in there. So if they say you have to wear a mask, just wear the just fucking wear the mask, fucking mask. Or, don't or don't go, go in. It's really easy. Yeah. It's it's really and not And they're not hard. like if you were like outside walking in the park, like no cop is cop is going to come up to you and tell you to put on a mask. Like, we're not at that point yet, and I don't think we ever will be. Well, not anymore. There was the, if you'll recall, uh, like a couple months ago, there was the guy that was dragged off of the Philadelphia public transport for not wearing a Look, mask. Look, and, and maybe they were protecting him, in a way. <laughs> okay. I mean, if I lived in Philadelphia and had to use this public transport, I'd want to be executed yeah. by the police. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> On that note, that's a great way to end. Do you have anything else to add this week? No, I'll go and listen to my other podcast, uh, Red Carpet to Trailer Trash on Spotify. All right. Um, I'm not going to do that. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we have this week, folks. Um, I hope our listener does tune into your podcast. I'm sorry, Ian. Um, and uh, don't forget to fade the public. Fade the public, fucker. <laughs>